Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dog. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Dog. My name is Susie Gotti and I am Charlie's loyal sidekick. And who is Charlie? Charlie is the dog. And this show is now hosted by Charlie, the dog. And um, I am sort of his mouthpiece. Um, Oftentimes he is complaining that I do not whisper much but shout a lot. And um, (laughs) and therefore... um, the show has totally taken a new turn because Charlie became the host of the show. He sort of kicked me over to the side and said, it's about time that the dog has the show in his paws and gives up, and Susie gives up her, her seat. So I did. And um, the show has uh, changed quite dynamically since then, since involving Charlie. And actually today, I just want to uh, say this right away. This is a pre-recorded show. I have quite a few people here live on the line with me um, that can participate at any moment in time. But if you are listening today to the show on the radio, uh, you cannot call in and ask a question because this show is pre-recorded. So um, this show is also about Valentine's Day and love and all that stuff. So it's an interesting topic because, um, you know, what's love got to do with it? <laughs> and um, with with that being said, it's like, how do animals actually perceive this emotion that we have so much to talk about and write about and sing about and emote about? And, you know, and especially on Valentine's Day, um, I remember the first time Valentine's Day here in America because... In Germany, where I grew up, yes, we do have Valentine's Day, but it wasn't that big a deal. Like, um, it was sort of like, yes, if you were married or, you know, had a lover, yes, you would do something. But it, here in America, it was this very interesting thing. And um, what I realized is how many people expected to basically get some kind of acknowledgement during Valentine's Day even if they were friends of mine or, you know, um, I mean, it was the weirdest thing for me, energetically speaking, because I realized that I was not doing the correct thing on Valentine's. So how many of you have actually really never done the correct thing on Valentine's and have misbehaved and have, you know, not given the correct person the correct thing or not proven that you cared about them enough by giving them, you know, a uh, most valuable gift or whatever all the stuff is that goes on for Valentine's. Would you all be willing to destroy and create all that, please? Time's yes. a godzillion. Thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. It is really uh, quite amusing how much energy is on that um, particular topic and and um, on this day. So, yeah, so also everywhere that 
you have made yourself wrong if you didn't have a significant other on Valentine. Ooh, um, there's <laughs> apparently quite a few of those. Um, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. yes. Times a godzillion. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, wow, um, yeah, apparently Valentine not just loaded for for the the parts of like be doing the right thing with the right people but also like oh what if i'm all alone and i don't have a significant other so yeah the whole notion of being all alone actually let's ask charlie about that piece you know so charlie what is your like point of view on this whole thing of like having a significant other or being alone <laughs> oops i'm laughing um so that is actually sort of what comes from Charlie is a big laugh. Like, what are you talking about? Excuse me. You know, what do you mean all alone? And what do you mean significant other? Um, is there sort of that sense of loyalty to um, a person or other beings? Absolutely, yes. You know, getting a big yes on the loyalty, the partnership, the willingness to have a friend, absolutely. Um, making that significant, uh, absolutely not. So everywhere that we are making our our relationships, our significant and insignificant or insignificant others into something very meaningful and significant, can we now please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Whew, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, um, Charlie, so um, there was a big laugh on, on this whole idea of being all alone. So what is it like for an animal? Um, is there ever actually that sense of being all alone? Hmm. Interesting. So what I actually got just then was sort of the awareness that it is possible for an animal to actually get that sense of abandonment when the animal is being left by the entire pack and it it, it can get quite confused. So um, what I actually just got from Charlie was that that sense was there for him for a moment when he ended up in the shelter um, where he sort of had that momentary like, what just happened, and yet even that felt like a very brief moment in his life. Um, but what I'm also getting is that there are animals in the wild or in our care that can have that affect them more than others. So, um, <clears throat> so but, and again, anywhere that we are making that significant and holding on to that, and looking at our pets that came from a situation where there was possibly abandonment um, and hold that sort of in, um, hold on to that for them. Can we please let go of the past for them? Yes. So everything that yes. doesn't allow that, let's just try and create it. Thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and bark, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. That is actually a very interesting piece. So even though the the sense of abandonment is a possibility. The holding on to it is really not what the animals do. So once the situation changes, the animal immediately lets go of that past and moves on, whereas then 
we the people start to bring that in as a story and project it onto the animals over and over, which then hence makes them hold on to this whole thing. So again, anywhere that you have manufactured a story about your pet or anywhere you're holding on to your pet's um, bad past and bringing it into the present by uh, talking about it over and over, would you consider letting that go, destroying and uncreating it, and really no longer telling the story? Yes. So everything that is, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. <clears throat> so, yay, that's interesting. Um, okay, so... Oh, what else, Charlie, about this whole piece of this piece of being alone. Well, actually, one big piece about it is it's it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, bottom line is it's actually a lie. Like, you, you're never alone. Um, you may be having that sense of not having anyone around you for, for whatever that situation might be, but alone is actually a lie. So everywhere we bought into the lie of aloneness and loneliness and separation can we please destroy and uncreate all that now yes please times a godzillion right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyond yeah wowza okay so thank you charlie um that actually that feels like a big piece and i a it's interesting how many of us actually really don't believe that that is true we We've heard it so many times, you know, oneness. Um, we are one with everything. I mean, every modality talks about this one way or another. And how often have you heard that? And yet, how often do you sit at home and feel like you're separated? You're not part of anything. You, you know, you just want to pull a blanket over your head and whatever that is. So how often do we do that? And how often do we buy into this lie of, alone and separation so what is it going to take for us to be willing to give that up and to actually at all moments know that this is indeed a lie so everywhere that we're not willing to in this moment reach out to our animals and ask for their contribution and for them to actually show us what is true um, and real about this can we now please destroy and uncreate all that Yes. yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So what if we all would be willing to actually really make that demand on ourselves that whenever we go to that space, that we're going to ask our animals for an energetic contribution in that moment and see if that shifts our mood, our mode, our modus operandi. So everything that doesn't allow you to commit to that, to actually commit to you having a different way of being next time that shows up for you, will you please just try and uncreate all that? Yes. yes. Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And please know uh, for all of you that are listening, if you have a question or if you want to contribute anything to this conversation, please, please do. Um, this is why I love having you here so that this conversation can actually be a conversation. 
even though, yes, Charlie, you are here, and I am very aware of that, and you are a huge contribution, we can have other people contribute as well, right? Yes. Okay, good. So <laughs> does anybody have something to say or a question right now? Ooh, I do have a quiet crowd. All right, good. <laughs> oh, I have something I could ask. Yes. Um, Go ahead. Oh, this is hi. This is Sylvia. Um, I was just wondering. You know how we ask our animals to contribute to us. Well, I was just wondering. I, I sometimes wonder if my animal is taking on illnesses from me or from people around around them, and as a way of being caring and loving. And I'm just wondering what can be done so. He doesn't, like, I, I get that my dog is also a healer, and so um, mm -hmm. are there questions we can ask so our dogs don't have to take on stuff or maybe I'm putting stuff on him? I don't, does that make any sense? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> does make sense. Okay, okay. I just, I start just <laughs> rambling, so I'll stop now. <laughs> no, that's a great question, and thank you for asking that, and it does fit in with this topic about you know, love and caring because, yeah. uh, you know, for us as people too, like when we love another being and when we care for them, we also want to make their lives easier and we want to contribute to them in any which way that we can. And so, you know, for animals, this whole piece of um, of caring and taking things and taking things out of us and caring for our bodies is actually something that they do with total ease and also without um, having a point of view about it. And so when they do that and we are aware of it and we are aware that sometimes their bodies might be taking on a person's disease or another animal's disease, we look at them and we want to stop them because we don't want them to get sick for us or get sick for somebody that we are aware of is sick. But the interesting part about it is that the animals actually will do this without any point of view, and also they will not stop it. <laughs> so no matter what we say to them, they won't ever really stop this because to them this is part of the automatic contribution that they're being. And it's not even automatic. It is actually a choice but also something that is normal for them, not something where they sit there and go, oh, you know, let me heal this person over there because I can't. Uh -huh. It's more like, the moment that they are making a connection, an energetic connection, then that exchange starts to occur. And for some animals more than others, like you say, some animals are healers more so than other animals. Some animals have more of a capacity in one area than another. And some animals may never pull out any diseases from a person because that's not how they contribute. They have other ways of contribution. So it's different for each animal. And we have to also be aware of that. But it is definitely something that can occur and something to be aware of. Now, how do we change it for them? How do we make it easier for them? Really by the acknowledgement of it. If you are willing to totally acknowledge your animal for that contribution that they be in that moment, then the whole energetic um, stuckness of the disease can actually unlock because oftentimes the disease only really shows up or manifests in the animal's body because the acknowledgement is not there. So if oh, if we yeah. were to really acknowledge that energetic um, contribution, we can shift it. 
And we can also then ask the animal to dissipate this with more ease into the earth or just paint it all together from their body. So um, this is actually a, a really interesting piece because it's bringing us back to this whole acknowledgement of um, basically what is going on, you know, between like people, animals, and all of that. And so how much do we actually acknowledge that there is always an energetic connection at all times? Or do we often uh, not really think that it's either a possibility or a reality or even yeah, at all something that is occurring? So what if you were willing to really start to perceive that this is truly occurring all the time, no matter if you are cognitively aware of it or not. So <clears throat> everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, nor be, and receive the contribution and the um, energetic exchanges that are going on at all times with all things, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And there is actually yeah. one piece that I just want to add to this before we go on, on our first little break here. And that is that um, in science, they have now discovered or they know now for a fact that when we look at a molecule, that that molecule actually changes the moment we look at it. So... What does that actually show us? It shows us that the moment we are making connection of any kind, we are already contributing to change. So everything that you are not willing to be aware of with all that, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Cool. Well, so yeah. let's take a quick commercial break here, and then um, we can go on with our topic. What's love got to do with this? <laughs> All right. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness the Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today. Find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, 
Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question. Always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. And we are back to our Valentine show, which is basically about love and acknowledgement and how the animals are looking at this topic. So we were just sort of ending with um, this idea about, um, you know, molecules changing as we're looking at them. And this is really a quite fascinating topic because in a sense it also means that nothing is ever really static and nothing is ever really unchangeable or un yeah, yeah. unchangeable really. So you know when when we really are willing to acknowledge that then how often are we holding on or thinking that we're stuck in some problem or stuck in, in a belief or stuck altogether and and we think we can't get out of it and yet if we were willing to actually uh, just acknowledge that by looking at it or by having somebody else contribute in whatever way, everything changes instantaneously. So what if we could really use this also to our advantage when we're feeling stuck and really be like, okay, so wow, this particular scenario I have always been totally stuck in, so what would I allow myself to actually have a contribution from here today? Would I allow myself to have a contribution from my pet? Um, would I allow myself to have a contribution from another person and have them just really support me in changing this and just by looking at it or just by touching on it or just by acknowledging that this thing is even there, what could we actually allow to change in that moment? So would you all be willing to allow yourselves to know that anything can be changed and that nothing is unchangeable? So everything that doesn't allow that, will you just try and unclear it, please? Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. Times the Godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And oh, you know, I completely oh. forgot to mention something. Hang on just one sec. I'll, I'll come right to you. But um, if you are listening to this show for the very first time ever and you are going and you are still here now, um, I would assume <laughs> that you uh, have not been scared away by this weird thing that I've been saying that's right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond, which is the clearing statement of access consciousness. This is the tool that allows us to really um, do what I just said, basically by shedding some light on something that has been stuck for so long and it's it's like this big sweeper that can just take all the stuff that we are stuck in away and sweep it away so if you want to know more about this uh, please go to theclearingstatement.com and you will find all sorts of explanations about these very strange words that I have been uttering so um yeah go ahead you had a question <laughs> Oh, I just, um, just the wrap up of that last question is I realized, um, 
I love what you said about everything, you know, being a contribution because, um, or not because, um, I was viewing as ever was going on with my animal with a wrongness and it immediately stopped me from being able to receive any contribution. So thank you for that awareness. I just mm-hmm. wanted to say that. So thank you. Yeah. yeah, and thank you for saying that because whenever we come to a conclusion like that, saying something is wrong, you know, or something is right, sometimes that can mm-hmm. be just as um, stucky as something that is wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But when we come to conclusions like that, yes, the contribution is almost blocked off immediately. So opening up to a different possibility, being willing to see that something is uh, changeable can really open the door to a huge contribution from all sides. And just to kind of go a little bit more into the rightness that we often have about a point of view too, that sometimes can get us even more stuck because how excited are we when we finally have something right from our point of view, you know? <laughs> and so we want to hold on to it even harder because we're like, oh, God, I got this right, so please don't take this away yeah. from me, you know? So mm-hmm. um, so also everywhere you have made things right about you, about your animals, um, that actually could also still have room for uh, a different possibility. Will you please destroy and uncreate all of that, too? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Times a gazillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Wow. Yes. So, um, anybody else have something to contribute to this uh, very bizarre topic of Valentine's and love and the contribution (laughs) and all of that? Okay. So, um, you guys are very quiet. That's okay. Um, I don't have a point of view about that, but uh, if there is anything that you would like to say, please do. I'm not stopping you. And again, for anybody who's listening to the radio show today on Block Talk Radio, please know this is a pre-recorded show, so you unfortunately cannot call in today. I'm very sorry about that. Um, But I do travel quite a bit, and today's show is actually on one of those days where I am not able to hold the show live. So that's very unfortunate, but also gives you the possibility to be on these telecalls when we do the pre-recorded shows, which makes it fun for you to contribute at just a different time. So if you are interested in being part of this, um, please go to my website, susigazi.com, and you can sign up for any of my little goodies there and you automatically end up on my mailing list, in which case you will be notified when we're having those pre-records. And they're very much fun. And also in the future, if you are on, on the pre-record and you want to be on the live radio show, uh, please on Block Talk Radio forward slash conversations with dog is the show uh, page and you can find out about upcoming shows um, and the schedule and also um, the topics and which shows are live, etc., etc. So um, fun, fun on all levels here. And like I said, I'm really excited about the fact that the show has changed into Charlie being the host, although you could be fooled because I do talk a lot. (laughs) Yes, I know, Charlie, I do talk a lot and I don't whisper. Yes, I heard that too. Um, So... Not the dog whisper, just the, the shouter. Um, so 
And with that being said, Charlie, um, any other contribution that you have, anything else you would like us to know about? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Is there a question or somebody? I would love to know um, Charlie's awareness of what is acknowledgement from an animal's perspective. (laughs) It was just very funny, yes, that you asked that. Um, Because what I actually just got was this um, immense um, sense of, like, it's not even self. Like, it's very interesting, the, the sense of being... Uh, for my God, is almost like making me cry. Um, wow, it's not almost. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the sense of being um, that I am getting from Charlie right now is sort of this um, I don't want to call it self-love because even that seems too small. But just really knowing that you be and there is really no wavering in that, like that sense of having your own back or being committed to yourself or owning yourself, whatever this energy is, I really don't have enough or the correct words for it. Um, I hope that you guys are getting a little bit of that energy and sense right now too. But the the tears or that whatever is going on for me personally right now in my body is sort of that awareness of how how deep that goes and how unwavering that is. Like an animal would never look at itself and doubt itself. Like would never doubt that they are or that they be. Um, So the acknowledgement of oneself really is is a really interesting topic because how often are we willing to actually acknowledge ourselves and how often are we looking outside of us to get an acknowledgement or to be seen or heard or... um, you know, any of those things, and especially, like, this is about Valentine's, so this is the day where a lot of people probably go into huge depression if they're not receiving what they expected. And so, um, you know, does an animal ever really have expectations that are not being fulfilled? I don't get that it's the same sense that we have about that you know yes they do have certain needs that they would love to get fulfilled like a dog loves to be walked and a dog loves to play and a cat wants to you know sit on your lap and purr or not but it's like yes every animal has its own individual needs and requirements but it doesn't have to do with having to be acknowledged um, or having to be fulfilled in this certain way um, do they like to be petted? Absolutely. Uh, or, or you know, have you in that sense of, like, closeness. But that seems to be very different from this space or this, this energy that Charlie was just 
contributing and and giving me as a sense of what is the self or this acknowledgement of self. Uh, I, I know, Tammy, this was a very interesting um, uh, moment here. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. So and you know. So what does that actually mean to animals then? Or is um, I get that. Yeah, I get that they are not really functioning from that even being something that they are looking for, but it's just something as part of who they are. So, um, yeah, wow. I, I don't know what else to say at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, wow, a little surprising moment for me here. Um so uh yeah d- uh, well any like if you want to say something even Tammy I don't know if you have anything you would like to add to that or an awareness that that came with that too like holy smokes I'm I'm a little speechless maybe now is the time to oh. whisper or even just shut yes. up <laughs> <laughs> No don't 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 do that Susie <laughs> um, uh, the energy was huge on that and thank you Charlie for sharing that what popped for me or what what stood out for me is as an animal um owner um, I bought into the lie that it needs hmm. to be big right to show just like I guess I do with people or attempt to do with people that that acknowledgement needs to be big and significant ooh hmm. wow, and yeah. really all they're asking for is is can you be you with me? Right. Right? Just be you. And cool. just, you know, just be, be here. That's exactly. cool. That's all the acknowledgement <laughs> I needed. Thanks. Yep. Exactly. Be present and be here. Wow. So mm-hmm. everywhere we have misidentified and misapplied what acknowledgement is for our animals and for ourselves, can we now please just try and create all of that? Yes, please. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So, um, yeah, so also everywhere you have misidentified and misapplied what it means to show uh, your acknowledgement or your love to your animal, will you please destroy and create all of that? Yes, please. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So um, everything that we have decided, um, that we have decided that we have to deliver as acknowledgement, can we please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Hmm. Well, so what have we misidentified and misapplied acknowledgement as? As you Oh. Asking questions. Yeah. It's like, well, how about the exact opposite of what it truly is? Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, so everything we try to show is, yeah, up exactly. greater and bigger and anything but ourselves with the judgment that we're not enough. Yeah. Well, right. yep. So everything that is, we just try to create all that, please. Yes. In terms of God's and right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Holy smokes. And so, you know, one of the things also that um, was very interesting for me when I started coming to Access Consciousness and Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, facilitates quite a few different classes. And 
The first time I came to a level two and three and met Gary Douglas, he talked about love and the meaning of, or the the meaning and definition of the word love. And so one of the things that he was saying is that love has so many different meanings that it is really hard to even know what anyone talks about when they're talking about love. So, So all the definitions that you have from all of your lifetimes, what love is and what unconditional love is and what conditional love is and what love means to you, will you now please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Holy smokes. There no is kidding. literally God zillions of definitions of what love is. And every one of us has a different way of perceiving that or not even perceiving that. Every one of us has a different way of defining that to the T. And if somebody doesn't fulfill our idea of what love is or if they are having a slightly different definition of it, do we ever really talk about the same thing when we're talking about love? So again, all the definitions that you have accumulated over lifetime after lifetime after lifetime about love, will you now please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Holy smokes, times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Now, the interesting thing is that um, Gary Douglas always says, what if you were grateful for things in your life? What if you didn't love them or hate them, which is usually always goes hand in hand. You know, when we love something, eventually often we, we need to go and hate it. <laughs> so, but um, But when we're grateful, we can be grateful for the good, bad, and the ugly in our lives. We don't have to just be grateful for the wonderful things. And when Gary first said that, I was always sort of astounded, like, what do you mean being grateful for the bad things? And he said, well, I'm grateful when somebody lies to me because then I know that that's where they're functioning from. So I'm grateful for that. So what if we started to actually look at being grateful for the things in our lives rather than loving them or hating them? So everything that is, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Woo! Well, um, I would say this might be a good moment to take a quick breather and go on another commercial break, and then we come back and talk a bit more about love. <laughs> when you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, 
your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. Hello, and we are back to our Conversations with Doc radio show. And um, it is interesting to me that I named the show many, many years ago, Conversations with Doc, and finally, uh, I do have conversations with Doc Charlie, who now is the host of the show. And um, I was just smart enough to actually open all the questions that are in the webcast, and I want to thank you all for listening and all the um amazing questions you have sent in and I have to admit I I was just during the commercial break going like holy smokes uh, I haven't actually seen uh, all your questions so I'm going to see if I can um, go through some of them here as as um, uh, and and see if we maybe can can go a little bit into that especially since some of them are definitely about the love and uh, you know uh, basically the, this whole idea of of love which brings up actually one interesting aspect which is actually jealousy as well um there is a lot of that in in our world uh when it comes to love it often goes hand in hand with this other very interesting piece jealousy so and you know i mean we could talk for hours about that alone because i've heard gary douglas talk about this in his classes for hours over time so jealousy is one of those things that is actually not real for animals so and and why is that because it is one of those emotions that animals actually really don't have so everywhere you have misidentified and misapplied your animal's behavior as jealousy, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. Times a godzillion. <clears throat> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So um, do animals sometimes act in a funny way to maybe manipulate us in certain ways? Absolutely. Um, but if we misidentify any of these moves as jealousy, we are then trying to change or look at it from a place that we cannot really change it because we're not looking at what really is. So please be willing, if you're having any issues that are something like that, please be willing to actually start asking questions and go, okay, so what is this truly? If this wasn't jealousy, what is it? What is my dog trying to tell me? What is my cat 
doing when when she or he is acting like this? What else is it that I need to uh, change here or have be different for this to to shift? So, so please, um, that would really be wh- how would I, I would approach something like this, um, and really not buy into the idea that animals are jealous. So again, everywhere you have bought into um, jealousy as a reality, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And so if you do have an animal that seems to always be very needy and um, and therefore maybe also has this, sense of like being jealous of another animal and not letting another animal close to you and all of this stuff, what you can do actually, um, and this is where the energetic contribution comes back in, is you can energetically flow massive amounts of energy towards this kind of animal that has that sense of always being needy. Whatever may be going on in their universe maybe that they are just requiring to have somebody who is really totally giving them the sense of like, I've got your back. And how you can do this is by asking to flow massive amounts of energy towards them at all times. So um, if you could, would be willing to actually acknowledge that that is a possibility and play with that energy, um, please see can assist your animal to be more relaxed and also be more willing to not be so physically close to you and clingy um, as it was before. So uh, please, please, please play with this energy of flowing energy towards an animal to basically fill them up energetically. So everywhere you have decided that you don't have enough energy to do that or that energy is not there in abundant form to do this, will you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Um, so that is actually also another piece here. Um, when you are, and I've I've done quite a few shows on this actually, about the idea of, leaving your animal at home when you go to work and all that. Again, the the energetic contribution that we can be for each other has no boundaries, has no distance. Um, you can be around the globe and still energetically be completely connected to an animal. So please don't let uh, the barrier of like a door or a wall or any kind of distance be in your way to not be contributing to each other at all times. And when you are acknowledging that that contribution is actually there, then you this is going to get even bigger and and more present for you at all times. So please acknowledge it's there and then literally practice that energetic flow that you can have between you and the animal and or the energetic flow that you are maybe flowing towards the animal or you're pulling energy from the animal, however that is, but just to acknowledge that it's always there no matter how far apart you are. So 
when you're leaving your animal at home or when you had a situation where you went away and all of that, please know that you can definitely, um, you know, create this this energetic connection with each other in all times, which makes it easier for the animal to energetically stay connected to you also. We often break that connection by feeling guilty, by feeling bad, by separating ourselves. So that is important too that we're not no longer doing this. This this is really important. We 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 do seem to love to believe in the separation. That's kind of how I started the show. So please, 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 would you all be willing to give up the idea that you are separate? Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Run good and bad, button park, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So yeah, um, boy, there is quite a few things here. So, um, okay, let's see. What else uh, can I just throw in here that will sort of contribute to this topic? Um, so, somebody is asking an interesting question which they say is not about love and not exactly about animals, but also about insects, <laughs> um, basically saying um, a lot of cockroaches are showing up or caterpillars are showing up. Like, what question can I ask? What energy can I be so I don't have to confront them and see them everywhere? Um, well, actually, it's interesting because to me, this still fits in with this topic on some random, bizarre, energetic way. And, uh, you know, how do you communicate with animals that are on the other spectrum uh, of what you would maybe call love. So, you know, we do hate certain animals. We do have that sense of like, oh, I don't want the spider in my house. I don't want to see the cockroach. I don't want to have any connection to any of those animals. I, I just want them to be gone. So every everything we have decided about which animals we love and which ones we hate, which ones we acknowledge as good and which ones we want to shove out of our universe because they're bad and ugly and and icky and and you know yucky and all that stuff will you please just turn on create all of that yes yes i'm sicasley <laughs> right and wrong good and bad pot and park all nine shorts boys and beyond so what if we were actually willing to acknowledge um those insects also for the contribution that they're being in the world what contribution are cockroaches to us? What contributions are caterpillars to us or, um, you know, little uh, like animals that eat our plants or even animals that destroy things, you know, mice, rats? Like what contribution are they to the world, to the planet, to the earth, to us and that we haven't acknowledged? So everything that is, will you please just join and create all of that? Yes. yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what have we not yet acknowledged about the contribution of those kinds of insects, animals, and whatever else we have deemed worthless? Um, everything that is, <laughs> can we now please destroy and upgrade all that? Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And yeah, Charlie, I get it. You actually have something to contribute to this as well. 
So, Charlie, how do you see all of these other beings that are running around on the planet in terms of their contribution or do you have any favorites or not favorites? Well, interesting, yes, um, he does have favorites apparently, but he doesn't have a judgment about the others. It's not like the favorites are better. It's just that, yeah, likes to hang out with those, but um, doesn't really have anything about like, oh, these are bad or I need to, you know, hate them. It's more like, nah, stay out of the snake's way. Yep, okay, we'll do that. But, you know, lay on the ground and an insect crawls on me. Oh, well. Um, but also like, hey, don't like to be bitten by an insect. Okay, okay, cool. But so not really from that space of like, I hate you and I have to eradicate you. More like, oh, um, there you are. Okay, I won't step on you or I'll avoid you or I'll go around you or yes, I know you're here. And um, so Charlie, how would you communicate to a cockroach to not come into your space or or stay out of your home or your house or your bed or wherever you're sleeping? Like, how would you communicate that? Hmm, interesting. So actually what I just got from him was that sense that he could uh, actually have a certain scent about him that uh, will repel those particular insects that he would not want to be on him, which is interesting because Gary Douglas always says like, hey, you can ask your body to change its um, its smell, its uh, its way that it, it, it your blood tastes to no longer be really attractive to insects uh, like biting you or things landing on you and etc., um, so it's interesting that Charlie actually just gave me this total awareness of like if he had a den that he was living in that he could actually create a scent that would keep a lot of those insects bay. What if we would allow our house to actually create a scent that would allow those critters that we don't wish to have in our den to basically stay outside and not enter our den? What if we asked our house to create that scent? What if we would be willing to create that energetic scent that will repel the critters that we wish to keep outside? And also, what if we really were willing to recognize the possibility that everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be? What if the critters that we have deemed as worthless and um, not a contribution to us actually may be more of a contribution that, than we are willing to acknowledge? So are these critters like cockroaches and, you know, caterpillars possibly a contribution to us and our plants? And we just haven't been willing to acknowledge that. So sometimes we can also ask if some if something occurs in your house with critters like insects, you might ask, what's right about this I'm not getting? And be willing to actually acknowledge that, okay, is this a contribution in some odd way that I am just not really getting here? So everything that is, will you just join on creative, please? Yes. 
times a godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Does anyone have any questions that is on the show right now? Cool. You guys are quiet. Well, okay, Charlie, hang on. So is there anything else that you would <laughs> like to for us to be aware of with this particular topic and hmm. That's awesome. So if Charlie could leave us with some final um thoughts on, you know, out creating Valentine's Day. What gift would you <laughs> out create yeah, <laughs> out creating Valentine's Day. Um, actually, it's funny because the first thing I got from him was like, just skip it. Like, who I love it, Charlie. That's awesome. <laughs> skip Valentine's. That's Charlie's idea of a good Valentine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess what what actually really is part of that though is the, what if we really took the meaning out of it. So. What if you actually, since the show is airing before Valentine's, what if you really started running some clearings before Valentine's Day and what you could do for this next week before this day actually shows up is, what if you actually, well, not quite a week, but um, you have a few days before Valentine's, so what if you actually started to ask, what does Valentine's mean to me? So and everything that is, so that there is probably going to come, you know, some things are going to come up. So you say everything that is, I'll now destroy and uncreate it. Times the godzillion. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And really just keep repeating that layer after layer after layer. What does Valentine's mean to be me? What does Valentine's mean to me? And every time just run the clearings. and. And really take the significance out of the day. What if you could have fun that day? What if that day could be the lightness of being and the enjoyment of the acknowledgement of whoever is in your life and you are having a a special moment with or whatever it is, whether it is your pet or a person or a plant or your house or your car what if you would just be willing to acknowledge all of those valentines in your life without making any of them significant or better or more important than any other? So not totally skipping valentines and yet skipping it totally. So with that, I want to say thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for so much for your contribution Have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a wonderful Valentine's. And I'm looking forward to our next show together. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Conversations with Dog. Mm-hmm.